0: Welcome to the Hey, OK, Ha, Happy Hour. I'm your host, M.P. Snyder's. This is episode, what, 30? Is it 30 already? Um, is it echoey? Should I move? I'm gonna go to a carpeted area. Can I do that? Bring my drinky drink with me. Um, back on the kombucha kick. Bear with me if you hear some weird shit. Don't, don't forget my phone. Oh, let's get out of this concrete. How about this? Does this sound better? I don't give a fuck if it does or not. You can still understand me. Yeah, like it's the acoustics that makes my voice unclear. Oh, I'm gonna sit. They used to call it Indian style. I suppose that's politically incorrect. We're like I'll crisscross applesauce. Like a little kid, and what are you second grade? And you sit down and you you listen to the teacher read? Some fucking story that's dumbed down to the dumbest kid in the room. These three little pigs. The first pig didn't build his house strong enough. And the second pig get this he didn't build his house strong enough either. The third pig you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it but he actually built his house out of bricks. Wolf never had a chance It's pretty impressive if a, if a pig builds a house I don't care if it is made of straw it's pretty fucking impressive if I saw if I was a wolf and I saw a fucking pig that had architectural and carpentry skills I'd be like fuck that pig it's probably got might have a gun if it knows how to build a house might have a at least a spear who knows uh, what the fuck was I... Kombucha. So I'm, I'm back on the kombucha kick. If you're just joining us on the podcast, uh, that's what we do. We drink a drink, and it is Thursday night, so I can't drink quite yet. I've been good. I haven't I've drank maybe three times in the last ten days. That's uh, That's not problematic. I'm not saying it's good, but it's not problematic. Kombucha pineapple peach live probiotics These are professional biotics They know what the fuck they're doing. I Tried some apple cider vinegar yesterday You know because I feel like like my body's breaking my right knee is hurting a little bit It just hurts a little bit. It's not swollen. I didn't injure it. It just feels weird and I'm sensitive to to the knees Because I'm delusional. I think I can play pickup basketball well into my 60s. So I'm very conscious of any kind of shenanigans in my knees. Well, my right knee feels weird, which is weird because I don't do shit. I don't do shit. I'm not running. I figure that's probably why. You know, your body, you don't do anything. Your body's like, well, fuck it. You don't need me. Why don't I just degenerate? Why don't I just start deteriorating? What is it called? Why don't I just start decomposing before you die, why don't I save the worms some trouble? Start the old disintegration process early. Is that what happens when you stop working out? As I drink my kombucha, so I drink the apple cider vinegar. Horrible. Should have should have looked up the directions before I I took uh, about a half glassful. Apparently you're supposed to do a shot, and uh, or or like dilute it with water. But I took the uncut version, the pure Colombian uncut, raw, organic, apple cider vinegar. Because everybody's saying, oh, the apple cider vinegar, that's going to cure all your health ailments. You feel a little joint pain, eat some kombucha, drink some kombucha, what the fuck, apple cider vinegar. You got a little uh, indigestion, throw back a shot of apple cider vinegar. So I didn't read the directions, I drank a fucking... Like a mouthful out of the glass It's like almost threw up It's disgusting It tastes like an armpit It tastes like an armpit That has been soaked In um, I can't think of a funny uh, uh, simile It doesn't matter The point is It doesn't taste good It doesn't smell good either And it has a residual odor Like the shirt I was wearing Smelled like that For like a day um, So Anyway Did it help? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Is that the placebo? Probably. Does it matter? No. So that's where I'm at. What the fuck was I talking about Three Little Pigs for? You know it is? I just looked over at a bookshelf and I saw a Three Little Pigs book. Why don't we still build houses out of... Uh, I, we, I guess we do. But why aren't brick houses more popular? Why is every house made of plastic and wood? Particle board, plywood, whatever the fuck. Why? Is brick expensive? Is it labor-intensive? I suppose we don't have to worry about wolves anymore? But it's funny, all these house products, all these windows and these these gutters and these roofs and all this shit, uh, most of them last uh, less than 30 years, right? What's your average mortgage? What do most people do? Take a 30-year mortgage. Yeah, right? You think, right, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna buy this house, pay it off 30 years, I'll be set. Well, you gotta buy a whole new house before that 30 years is up with the with the products. Why don't why don't we use brick? Um I I guess you don't you see brick on the East Coast, you see a lot of brick. You see some brown stones. They've been around how long? How long have those brown stones Harlem and Brooklyn and I guess all over New York. How long have those brownstones been there? I'm not, I hope you're not here for answers, people. I just ask questions into the ether despite having a magical tool in my hand that has every answer in the world. Um, Why don't I just look that up out of curiosity? How old are the New York brownstones? How old are... Cause I like those brownstones, man. I guess that's not a hot take. They're fucking expensive as hell. They're beautiful, and yards are overrated. I can't. I can't. I don't understand this uh, aversion. Midwest folks, Western folks, Southern folks have against East Coast people who don't have yards. It's like fuck yards. That's just some fucking. You're gonna have some monoculture that you're gonna pour pesticides on. So it grows faster, so you have to cut it more frequently? What, well, you're just wasting space. What cause it looks like a golf course? Fuck that game. That's not a bad game. But what grow some fucking food on it. I don't just spitballing here. I don't have a yard. I'm a I'm a I'm a Philadelphia dwelling townhome resident. I guess we technically have a little uh Okay, how old are the New York Brownstones? When were Brooklyn bound stones built? Uh, in the... From the 1840s to the 1890s. So these fucking things have been around for over 120 years. It's Pretty impressive. I noticed that on the East Coast, some of these homes, they're like fucking 100 plus years old. Old homes are cool because it little nooks and crannies, alcoves, that was in. Now it's all open layout, right? The... The modern, the modern interior design, just open space. We don't want walls, we just want open spaces like we're in an office. Maybe we'll set up a cubicle here and there, but we don't want neat little corner knickknacks, little fucking weird stairware, stairware? stairwells that lead to nowhere. <clears throat> Excuse me, I am sorry. I am sorry that you had to hear that. Uh, I'm just rambling, as you can tell by now, because this is Operation Do Not Talk About the Fucking Pandemic. Alleged. Uh, let's look at the news. I I was looking at, um, one thing that caught my eye was the, fuck, I lost it. But it was how California colleges, they're gonna stop accepting, uh, they're gonna stop requiring the old ACT, SAT. Admission test Um, California SAT ACT and I have mixed feelings about that Um, Here we go, the University of California eliminates SAT ACT requirements And I get it, you know, we consider the use of the exams to be an antiquated approach to admissions and one that undermines equity and ignores appropriate indicators of college aptitude. Fair enough. Okay, I, 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 I get that argument. That it is an arbitrary test that might not test one's aptitude for university success. Okay, granted. But what is? High school grades? Your GPA? I don't know. I feel like all measures of, um, at some level, all measures of aptitude and intelligence are are flawed. Because I think intelligence is such a weird, hard-to-grab attribute that it's it's really hard for our little monkey brains to measure. We're trying to measure our own brains. I think consciousness is way weirder than that. That being said, I think there's a spectrum of how arbitrary and full of shit certain tests are. Like, I think high school grades are, like, on the end of the spectrum that are the most arbitrary. Uh eh. Even as I say that, I'm questioning it. Because I guess college, it's a... Uh... But grades and... School grades, because it's... A, first of all, there's some schools out there that are under pressure to make sure their students score uh, at X level to get funding or whatever. So they just pad the grades. So you don't know what the... F- you can have an entire senior class have a 3.8 or better... It's like, what the fuck? Um, So that's arbitrary. So I would say that's on one end of the spectrum. I'd say ACT, SAT might be more accurate in measuring the old college aptitude. Because it... uh, God damn it. If you have an opinion, you gotta have a fucking opinion. But as I say this opinion, I don't believe it. Maybe they're equally arbitrary. But even the IQ test... I'd say it's the least arbitrary, but it's still arbitrary. How long has the IQ test been around? I, oh, even less arbitrary than that. I, I forget what the fuck that test is called. Are you still with me? I'm just rambling. Okay, just rambling. Um, I had a friend who was taking a, uh, a an admissions test or some shit. He wanted to take a class for coding software coding and in order to, I guess, get admitted to this online program, you have to take an aptitude test. And it was some really interesting questions. They were kind of like problem solving questions that required nonlinear thinking. And I don't know, he showed me some of the questions and I was like, wow, that's, those are pretty cool questions. And, um, cause right, isn't that what intelligence should be at the end of the day? The, it should be the ability to solve problems right? And the more complex problems one can solve, I guess you'd say they're more, quote, intelligence. But school, what's school measure? You're just memorizing shit. Uh, they're just, which is unnecessary. You know, it, it, back in the day, in order to be a an intellect, you had to be a, you had to have a, a reservoir of, of uh, facts at your disposal, right? That was kind of the measure of a he, he knows a lot of things. He's got a lot of facts memorized in that old brain. Well now with technology Kind of it's obs- It's not a necessary It's not as uh, critical. I would it's how you manage how you uh, How you rearrange and and build on that knowledge if the knowledge is at our fingertips, right we can Oh, am I out on, out on a limb here? maybe Let me drink a kombucha and buy myself some time to dig myself out of this hole What was my point with this? Oh yeah, my fucking bottom line. One of my side gigs is I tutor ACT, SAT prep. So I'm against this shit because I'm going to lose some fucking business. (laughs) Uh, When I say SAT, ACT prep, I mean the reading, writing portion. I do not mean the math portion. Like if you're below average in math, I can probably help you and teach you some things. But if you're already in like the 80th percentile in math, I can't help you. I'm not. I've blanked out of that shit. Once it got into memorizing like equations, and when it become, when it became, when math got to the point, right around algebra, where it became non-intuitive, I checked out. I couldn't pay attention. So, and if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking like, why the hell would anybody trust you to tutor their kid? You foul-mouthed son of a bitch. I didn't swear around these kids. Not at all. Fucking meet at a Panera Bread. Sit there in some booth and go over um, some tips and tricks on how to um, go about tackling that old reading, writing, and the science section, too. Because that shit's mostly, um, I don't know. Do you guys fucking care? The point is, ACT, SAT is going away. And uh, and I get the argument that it's like it's culturally biased, blah, blah, blah. Maybe. Maybe a little bit but it's really biased against uh, people who don't have the patience to sit in a chair for three hours and, you know, do this task. That's really who it's biased against. And is that poor people? I don't know, could be. Is that, uh, I don't know, it's certainly not Asians. Let's put it that way. They they seem to have no trouble <laughs> ace in the old ACT, SAT. Didn't Harvard get in trouble because they had like reverse uh, affirmative action—they're like they would turn down qualified Asians because Asians were overrepresented in Ivy Leagues. Um, that doesn't seem fair. Anyway, it doesn't mean you're not smart if you get a low ACT SAT score. If you get low grades, think about dyslexics. Like dyslexics seem retarded in school because what is school? It's all about decoding stuff, i.e., reading, writing. Math, that's all you're decoding, right? Letters are symbols, words are symbols, numbers are symbols, and you got to decode. Your brain has to fucking look at those little arbitrary strokes of the pen and then make a idea in your brain. Well, dyslexics evidently can't do that. They like read shit backwards. It's not that they're stupid. They can have fucking the deepest thoughts in the universe. They just can't write them down, or, or at least they can't read them. Uh, they can say them. They can listen, um, but... What was my point? Yeah, dyslexics. So they would score. That's who these tests are biased against: it's dyslexics. And that might be a spectrum thing. There might be a continuum of of people who are not adept at decoding, i.e., reading. And it gets to a certain point we say, "Ah, oh, well, you, you got dyslexia." It's not like it's a blood thing you can test. You test it positive for the dyslexia. So. I know know Carpenters and shit, guys that it requires, it requires geometry and, you know, intelligence and, you know, but I don't know what the fucking word is called for the, what is that, what is that like, it starts with a P, there's like the Pyregolium theorem, (laughs) and the, uh, what do they call it, the old PEMDAS, what are some other buzzwords from math? Uh, yeah, obviously you like obviously not a math tutor. But yeah, if not, the ACTSAT SAT goes away, who the fuck am I going to tutor? ESL students? Fucking immigrants don't have any money. <laughs> Those fucking parents have tutor. Also, it is a good point. I'm I'm kind of joking, but it, it does bring up the issue of. It gives an advantage to rich kids whose parents can afford a tutor. Um, so I guess you could, yeah. SAT, SAT is biased. But what's not, what, what the fuck is not arbitrary and biased at the end of the day? College itself, which it's supposed to prep you for and measure. That shit is already arbitrary. Nobody gives a fuck about your college GPA. Nobody. Nobody even puts their GPA down on their resume. Unless you got, like, because I think if you have a 4.0, nobody wants to fucking hire you. And if you got it any lower than a 3.5, probably uh, nobody wants to hire you. So I guess if you have a 3.8, put it on the old GPA there. But that just sounds like a douche move. Who the fuck puts their college GPA on their resume? I guess your first couple jobs, you got to put it on. Um, but so, so grades don't even matter in college. It's just, can you do the dance pass and get your little certificate from the state that says, I did my job. I went and listened to the bullshit and at least pretended to believe it enough to a degree that I got the stamp of approval. Um, no, what the fuck matter? What the fuck matters is reality, right? What a stupid sentence. What an obvious thing to say, but you get what I mean. Let me see what, how much time have I rambled here? Um, time, 19 minutes, 19 minutes, guys. So I give you the full 30? Give you the full 30. What's funny, uh, some of these students I was, was uh, tutoring, it's so interesting to see how the culture shifts. I'm going to sound like an old fuck here, but. In my day, uh, back during the, let's say the Bush Jr., George W. Bush administration, so 2000, excuse me, to 2008, that era, 2000 to 2008. And even before that, even during Clinton, um, young, like if you were an edgy young little shit poster, you were a liberal, you were a leftist. you were If you were offensive and you wanted to freak out what kids today call the normies... You were a, for lack of a better word, associated with the political left, for lack of better words. Right? Remember the old punk rocks, the old punk rock, the punk rockers from the seventies, eighties, nineties. They had a leftist bent, and I know there was right-wing neo-Nazi punk rock groups. I know, but fuck those guys. Uh, The most of the punks were were like Crass. Remember Crass, and uh, you know the Dead Kennedys, shit like that. Ever listen to Jello Biafra's lectures? Good God, they, his singing's a little—you know, it's a—it's a little off, but it's, it works in the context of the music. But that fucker gets real annoying when he's just prattling on without a, a rhythm section and guitar backing him. God bless Jello Biafra, but ugh. Uh, but okay, so so the next, so if you're a little fucking subversive rebel kid, you're you're gonna. You're going to be a liberal or maybe a socialist who, uh, an atheist. Oh my God. But that became in, it became popular. I'd say starting around, uh, 05, 06, where and so now the kids today, if you're a young shit poster, rebel, punk rocker kid, the, the cool thing, the edgy thing is to be conservative. Or at least against the current iteration of what passes for leftists, because the left is no longer cool. <laughs> the left is no longer uh, a force of of uh, bullshit detection. Something happened, and I I I wonder sometimes. If this was like some astroturf shit from the man, man. Like it because it seems like there's always been antagonism between the establishment and the anti-war movement going back to the 60s, right? They've always hated the anti-war and the civil rights component of the left, it seems. And what better way to snuff them out? than to capture the Democratic Party and so-called leftism. Because you don't hear any anti-war shit anymore. They shifted it to, to focus on trannies and um, not even feminism, like this weird, uh, what? I don't even know what it is, this crazy, out-of-touch, orthodox, religious-like adherence to a narrative that doesn't withstand scrutiny, right? And so these kids who are fucking the smart kids, the kids who like to poke the bear, create all these fucking memes to make fun of these, what they consider brainwashed uh, liberals, what they call the NPCs, right? With the fucking, the gray man with the pointy nose. Which brings me to Pepe the Frog. Pepe the Frog. When did that fucker show up? Like five years ago, on the on message forums, that that meme with the with the frog. That initially was uh, uh, people using it to troll the left, and created this idea that it was a symbol of white nationalism. At which point, the liberal media took the bait, wrote stories of Pepe as such. At which point it became a feedback loop and actual white nationalists adopted said frog. And so it just kind of self-reflected into absurdity. Meanwhile, the fuckers that originally created the meme and spread it to troll what they call normies are laughing their asses off because it's riled up both insane groups white nationalists racists and Whatever you want to call the pink-haired fatties arguing about genders, right? And if you go on the internet, it seems like everybody's one of those two camps, but in reality, I don't meet many of these people Like in physical reality, it feels like they're shoved down our throat online and um, Which brings us to the honkler Have you seen the Honkler? (laughs) Uh, I'm late to the game. The Honkler's been around for uh, probably over a year. I had a friend send me a YouTube video of the Honkler. That's some weird shit, but it's Pepe the Frog dressed as a clown. The idea is that um, our culture, or maybe the world, has disintegrated into absurdity. like. There's there's nothing you can do. There's no point in being doom and gloom about our situation because it's so absurd. The only logical recourse is just to laugh at it, just to appreciate the humor. That old that old saw about uh, what was it? Excuse me. Uh, God is a comedian whose audience is too afraid to laugh. It's like yeah, hey, just just fucking laugh. And again. The whole process of trolling, uh, what they call the liberal media, into believing it at, believing it to be a symbol of white nationalism, has is leading to the same fucking thing that led to the original Pepe the Frog meme. There will be honks because it is a clown world. I mean, there's no way around that, and I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on. If you don't see how fucked up, just the fact that Trump is president, like we've gotten used to it. I don't care if you love him or hate him. I don't give a shit. It's hilarious that that guy's like, if you took a time machine, like back in the nineties, remember when he was just like a sideshow or even later when he was a a reality show host, whether you thought it was awesome or horrible, the idea of him being president, like not on a Simpsons episode, but like in reality, it's. It's fucking hilarious. Oh. So what was my point with that? The kids today. Yeah, Alex Keaton. Remember Alex P. Keaton? Was that his name? Alex P. Keaton? Alex Keaton? Uh, Michael J. Fox, his, his character in that 80s sitcom, uh, Family Ties, was it? Uh, where he was a, a young conservative fellow rebelling against his hippie parents. This was in the 80s. So, to come back to a theme from an earlier episode, I think the 80s are just repeating themselves. So, these fucking... So, so what's the what's the solution to this? Let's say you're a, a well-meaning, left-leaning individual who is not caught up in the tribalistic nonsense and you're genuinely interested in limiting human suffering, ending wars, and... Um, and having uh, equal opportunity. You got to you gotta get yourself, a, your, your sense of humor back. Because right now, the, the old idea that the left can't meme, there's a little bit of truth to that. The dankest memes out there are fucking memes I don't politically agree with. But the left has a stick so far up their ass that they're afraid to say anything. Uh, not only afraid to say things, but quick to to gang up on anybody who issues their orthodoxy. And so the sense with the youngins coming up is that the left no longer has a claim to being the, the wise ass bullshit callers out. And people my age who were adolescents during the first, uh, you know, George W. Bush's first administration, you know, it, it happens to everybody. You get old, you get in a rut, you forget, you, you lose, you get out of touch, and um, the those they're they're taking modern American leftism into a, a into a direction that's actually right wing, if you really want to look at it objectively. Um, Clamping down on on speech, political speech, whether it's hate speech or otherwise. That's that's a that's a right wing move. Left left wingers should be for freedom of speech. No, why not? It's always been that way. It's it's it left always pro First Amendment. Now all of a sudden, the, I hate to bring up the Corona thing, but they made it political. I guess liberals now have to be for the lockdown. They have to be against freedom of assembly. You're explicitly against the First Amendment if you are for the lockdown. There's just no way around that. And you can say, well, we it, it, the ends justify the means. The, the lives we're going to save justifies circumventing the First Amendment. But so it's worth it. But you're still you you can't get around the fact that you're anti-First Amendment, and that never was the case. We associated these kind of lockdowns with the far right, fascist, authoritarian governments, not liberal democracies. Liberal democracies don't close down everything with no vote. Can't believe that it has to be said out loud. It's so fucking obvious. But here I go. Get back into that topic again. It's probably a good place to shut it down. So there will continue to be honks. Uh, The Honkler will continue to honk. Uh, Pepe the Frog will continue to Pepe. Doomer will continue to doom. Bloomer will continue to bloom. And the Zoomer... We'll continue to zoom 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 how weird is it that the zoomer you guys still know what the fuck i'm talking about i'm talking about these beams these little ucker types the zoomer is like the generation generation z kid that came out before zoom came out got the zoomer now we got the zoom this is generation zoom okay guys let's call it off Let's call the whole thing off. This has been the Hey, Okay, Ha, Happy Hour, Episode 30. Um, God damn it. That's the fifth one, guys. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Um, Episode 30. Thanks for checking in. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.